comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. It was all a lie. There's nothing wrong with you. Nice of you to say, but you of all people should know there's plenty wrong with me. Episode 270. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, Eponymous. I don't know whether to get the Singularity Packet, which is only $699, or the Polarity, or the other packet that's $1,099. Pronounce it. Yeah, you gotta say, if you're gonna bring it up, you gotta say Polarity Packet. Visionary pricing, only $1,099. A convention devoted to a guy... And the tickets are ten or one thousand nine dollars. Who can't write a story to save his life? Uh, he's written some stories, but he's just he's weird, man. I don't get it. Neither do I. Well, Bill, are you going to go to Morrison Con? It's a once in a lifetime experience curated by Ignition Sequence and Grant Morrison. Oh well, that makes all the difference in the world. Well, well we had uh, some feedback um, between us and the dudes and. Uh, uh, one of them suggested that uh, if I went, I might get to meet uh, Hunter S. Thompson. His ghost? Which would be The awesome. zombie Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, I don't think it'd be... Morrison's never done zombies. Hunter Z. Thompson. Yeah. I'd, I'd go for Hunter S. Thompson. I told him I'd have him sign my copy of uh, The Great Shark Hunt. Welcome to awesome. Half Hour Wasted 270. Yes. And then I'd get fired out of a cannon. This is a potpourri Great. show. We have lots of little things to talk about. Such as Morrison Con. Hey, guess guess what? Frank Quietly is going to be at Morrison Con. Wow. I know. Just take a deep breath and try to process. Shouldn't it be called Quietly Con then? Quietly Con. I don't know, man. Let's so see. my grandparents died. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. let's see. Your grandmother passed away a week after your grandfather. Is that about right? Yeah. my Both of my dad's parents were, were the only grandparents I had left. My mother's parents had died a while back. My grandfather would have been 95, and my grandmother was just a couple years younger than he was. Uh, My grandfather died on a Friday night, and then eight days later, my grandmother died. Mm. And uh, my dad's doing okay. Obviously, you know, it's painful when your parents die my grandmother has had alzheimer's for 10 years my grandfather was slowly slipping into senility he remembered a lot of things not everything mm-hmm. how about family members or faces like did he was he aware that your dad was his son and things like that? yes my my grandfather or papa mm-hmm. as we called him knew who tom and keith were that's my dad and my uncle 
and he knew that I was either Brad or Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, he knew who his wife was, Nana. Mm-hmm. They call each other mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nana. Daddy. Come here. What's Come he here. saying? Tell me again. Okay. Get close to the microphone. Use your big boy voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start Start again. Zoe's not letting us watch something that's so funny. It's so funny your brain will explode. Right. <laughs> so funny your brain will explode? Yeah. What is it called? Um, I don't know, but it's this guy, he loves animals so much, and he's making fun of this girl because... She's wearing an animal suit, and she walked into a door, and it had so much animals on, and it's like, oh, 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 yeah, oh, wow, that yeah, sounds awesome. Oh, oh. Are you, here, say, this is called Ritalin. Here, I just want you to take one. Are you, there you um, go. There you go. Good are one. you referring to Ace Ventura when nature calls? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ace Ventura, pet detective. Alrighty then. <laughs> Go tell her that Uncle Brad said you have to watch it. Sash does that, by the way. She will. She'll get down on one knee with her arms outspread. Really, and animals will just start flocking to her. It's amazing. I had that happen earlier. We see down had dogs yeah, well, and cats. Yeah, that's until I took the dogs to the side yard and tricked them by feeding them dinner over there. So. Nana died eight days later. Now, let me tell you guys this. As after Nana died, we started hearing stories from the employees at the nursing home. Uh-huh. Apparently, before Papa died, he went to Nana and said... Now, Nana's Alzheimer's was, was so advanced that she only knew who Papa was. Okay. Okay. She might have recognized who my dad and my uncle were, but she had to be reminded who they were. But she knew who George was. So, anyway, we heard, before Papa died, this was... Okay, this... Nana said this to the worker after... I think i get getting the details right. After Papa died, she told this story... About something he said before he died. Uh-huh. Still not letting us watch the funny show. You tell her to come see me right now. <laughs> so, apparently, before Papa died, he told Nana. He said to her, "I only have five days left on this earth, and then I'm gonna go away." She. He said that to her before. He died five days later. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Then, after Papa died, Nana said to another lady at the at the building, uh, no, oh, there is one thing after he died, but before he died, uh, he said, I'm going upstairs and I'm not coming back. And the huh. place they live has one floor. Mm. Okay. Then, after he died, she says, George. Grandpa? 
came to me and said he wants me to come to heaven with him. This was after he died. So, regardless of whether the, you know, the details are right or not, the fact that my grandmother was saying those things is pretty remarkable. And, you know, it's painful that she died so soon after he did, but in hindsight, you know, we think it's a blessing that they went so... She obviously doesn't care about my grandmother's story. I have a surprise for you, but but she's just saying, tell me what it is, tell me what it is, tell me what it is. That sounds a lot like Zoe. That's pretty awesome. You know, it, in, in, in a way, Brad, it's, it's kind of a, I mean, you know, living that advanced of an age yeah. and just having that type of connection to another soul like uh-huh. that, I mean, that's <clears throat> that's a really kind of not a bad thing. I no, think. it's not. And, you know, I was going to say, in hindsight, we think it's a blessing that they went yeah. so t- t- close together. I think in that obviously macabre way, it's absolutely a blessing. I yeah, mean, it is. You know, you just, it's hard to imagine, it's hard to imagine, you know, your spouse passing away long before you do, and God forbid the other way around. Right. You know, it's like, there's, there's no good answer to that. Yeah, my, um, uh, my granddad, uh, my well, my step granddad, I guess my my grandmother Mimi, uh, my mom's mom, uh, she widowed in the late '80s, and she got remarried in the mid '90s. That would and, be your step granddad. Yeah, step granddad. Okay, um, he was a good guy too. Yeah, uh, they're both good guys. Uh, but uh, Gene, they they got married and had a couple of happy years before Parkinson started setting it for him. Right. And uh, then it was a uh, uh, slow slide uh, from there. He lasted another four or five years. And uh, the last year or two, it was interesting because I didn't realize that dementia was either a part of... Dementia is either a part of Parkinson's or maybe it was a combo pack. Because uh, it started out with you know him losing motor skills right. and ended up with him thinking that he was back in World War II. Well, you can... You can have dementia without anything else. Right. No. Oh, Brad, he is here! I mean, it it makes you wonder, which would you rather have, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's? Uh, Depending on how you handle uh, probably Alzheimer's for the fact that if you have a good staff who's not trying to remind you all the time of who you are and where you are and what is correct and what isn't, the... The new belief with, with someone who suffers from dementia and stuff is just to let them be yeah. right. and enjoy the moment. And with, sometimes that's hard for family members because it's like, that's my mom. I'm her daughter, not her best friend. Yes. You know? With, uh, with When Papa died, uh, right after he died, my dad and his brother decided not to tell Nana that Papa died. Right. You know, and some people were like, why wouldn't you? And they're like, well, because she has Alzheimer's and she'll forget in five minutes. Then when she asks again, we'll tell her and she'll have to grieve all over again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that you makes know, perfect sense. Repeated grieving, so... But but uh, Papa was well, not telling to... her that she was... Uh, yeah, and then... What had yeah. happened. I'm yeah. not trying to and make then, light in any after way. After the fact, we find out that, you know, there was those conversations. kind of reminiscent of the... Uh, one of the few good uh, Enterprise episodes. Which one? Where uh, Archer is... Archer is, uh, he's on some planet somewhere, and uh, um, T'Pol yeah. is his companion, yeah. and 
he's got the every day I wake up and I don't know what's going right, on. Right, I remember that told one. everything. Yeah. And so every single day, she has to tell him again about right. how the Zindi won and Earthers are scattered and there's like a few thousand Earth people left in the whole universe. And, you know, it's just so they have to go through that every single day. That uh, sounds a little bit like 51st date. 50. Only yeah, I think 50 first dates is a lot funnier. Yeah. Speaking of funnier, um, so uh, would you rather have Alzheimer's or Parkinson's? Oh, Alzheimer's. Well, all, all, I think Alzheimer's. Well, the answer is uh, Parkinson's, of course. Better to spill half your drink than to forget where the heck you put it. Oh. oh. Hey, you know why redneck murders are so hard to solve? No. Well, it's because all the DNA is the same, and there's no dental records. <laughs> now, continuing on the topic uh, of death. Okay. Uh, MCA, Beastie Boys. I know. Died from cancer. Very sad. Beastie Boys are one of my favorites. Always have been since you know they, since I first became aware of them in '86. Um, was he? I, I take it he was a smoker. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know it was throat cancer, so... Was it throat cancer? I wasn't was sure lymph what... Something? I wasn't sure what kind of cancer it was, I but... I heard it was... Here, let regardless, me see I, I found a video on YouTube. Somebody had taken every Beastie Boys song that MCA was a part of, and believe it or not... Well, I don't know if... It's possible that he was a part of every song, but there was at least one song I can think of that only two of the Beastie Boys did uh, vocals for, and the third one was actually cutting and scratching while the other two were on the mic. But anyways, this person on YouTube took every song that he was on, every first line, and cut them all together into like a six-minute video of, of all the... All the tracks he was on, just his first line from each of those songs, and cut them together. So, but you know, if you've if you'd seen MCA Adam Yauch in the last couple of years, he did not look healthy at all. And I think we all knew it was coming, but still, it's sad, you know, to to have something from your youth disappear. Well, and especially, and again, you know, the same goes for my grandparents. But yeah. I guess I'll have to say this at least one more time. I'm not trying to make light in any way, but I know you're not. How is it that someone like MCA leaves this mortal coil, and we've still got Keith Richards to kick around? Yeah, I mean, there's there's some some crazy karmic imbalance going on out there in the universe, and, and it makes me wonder who's balancing it out because this is a guy who wasn't just you know part of a joke punk band that accidentally stumbled into rap thanks to a, a fellow New York University student named Rick Rubin who managed to produce a, an album which I understand why it caught on but I never did like License to Ill very much. Oh, blasphemy! Early William! Well, see, here's the deal, though. Mm, with drop! Dead, Bill. Um, That's a fun album, man. Starting with Paul's Boutique. I thought they were exquisite. I thought exquisite man. I'm not as much a fan of Paul's Boutique as I am Licensed to Ill. I have very fond memories of the spring break that came out. We went oh. to, we were at the beach that we, and every car that drove up and down was playing that cassette. I, I spent 
a good part of a summer with a good buddy of mine, Todd Yeager, back in uh, uh, in between high school and college, driving around his uh, his 280Z 4 plus 4 whatever with the T's off, listening to No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Very loud. Yeah. And... Okay. We'll tell you what. I will exit the show for a moment. I'll see if I can get to the bottom of this. this. You're giving her a horse that is so sweet. She loves horses. It just sounds like she's... (laughs) She does. You are a good man. Sage, you're a good brother. You really are. You're a sweet guy and a good kid and a wonderful brother. No, go get him shaking his head. Yes, he's nodding like, yes, I know that. Oh, he's, he's... He's feeling kind of I'm feeling kind of weird about that. Um, hey, is my computer actually plugged in, Frank? Let's see. Um, it appears to be. Yes. No, that's mine. There's. Yeah, I would say yes. Is my battery showing 31% remaining? Is this plugged in? Oh no! Look. Yes. Boop. There you go. Oh yay! Okay. Well. I would, if you don't get into it while I'm gone, I would love to talk about, uh, at least briefly, MCA's involvement with uh, some pretty humanitarian causes. Okay, we'll talk about that when you get back. Uh, it looks like he had can- uh, cancer, par- parteroid, uh, the par- cancerous parteroid gland, and underwent surgery and radiation therapy. Um, it doesn't appear that he was a smoker or anything. My name is MCA. I got a license to kill. I think you know what time it is. It's time to get ill. Now, yeah. what do we have here? An outlaw on his beer. I run this land. You understand? I make myself clear. Yeah. You know, it's. I um, really like that album. You know what? Uh, what Bill was saying about like you know how Keith Richards is still alive, but you know he dies. I mean that's. that's or Dave Matthews, for that matter. Dave Matthews. You know, it, uh, um, you know that's freaking life. You know. Yeah. I mean, you can get hit by a car. Yep. Tomorrow and. and yep. You know, Keith Richards is just, you know, he's played dangerous, but the odds are in his favor. <laughs> I know Bill, you know, I, I know Bill was, you know, saying that with a funny haha, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird why some people die so young and, and others live forever. Yeah. You know, my, like I said, my grandfather was almost 95 years old, you know, my, uh, my grandmother, she is, she celebrated her hundredth. In fact, we're fixing to come on Dang. 101 here and she knows who you know she knows who her kids are she does have some problems with with the grandkids and of course the great grandkids sure. and, and uh but i can remember one day my sister uh walked in grandma was 99 at the time and she looked at my sister bertha and just said are you bertha yeah. <laughs> and then my sister goes yes and she goes hey how are you that's just kind of that was kind my grandmother's funny. first name. Really, Bertha? Bertha. Well, Bertha. anyway, you know, it's it. You know, grand, grandparents pass, but you yeah. know they have to. And it sounded like they lived a very long, wonderful life. And they must have loved each other. If, oh, if, they did. I if mean, Papa came down and told Mom, "Hey, let's go." Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and it, and she obviously whether that whether or not that stuff happened, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, we'll never know. But she obviously knew somehow. That there was nothing, you know. It was, she was ready. Yeah. She's like, my husband's not here anymore. I'm, I'm done. I'm ready. You know. So, you know, my, you know, my, 
dad and my uncle, you know, they obviously are are sad about it, but they're also doing really good with it too. So, I mean, I guess when it's when it's your mom and dad, it's different. When it's your grandparents, it's different than if it were your mom and dad. See, I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, I don't think I would ever say this to my dad, but for me, my grandparents checked out a long time ago. Yeah. You know, when my grandmother stopped remembering who I was, it was almost like she she died for me, you know? My grandfather, not so much, because he would still... he Even... As as soon as as recent as two weeks ago, I saw him in the in the in the home, and and he would look at me and he'd go, "Are you Kevin or Brad?" And I'd say, "I'm Brad." And he'd go, "Oh, Brad, yeah." You know, so he he knew who I was, but he couldn't remember which one I was. You know, so anyway. But isn't that amazing? Almost a hundred years, Jeez, yeah. ninety-five years. And the funerals were one week apart from each other to were the they hour. Next to each other. Actually, she's on top. <laughs> they did that? Yeah, they've got... Uh, my grandfather is uh, in the coffin at the bottom of the hole. And, uh, of course, they filled in the dirt on top of him. And then, you know, she died eight days later. So, And the funeral was a week after Papa's. So they pulled the dirt back out of the hole. And her coffin is going in right above his so they're stacked there like bunk beds <laughs> planned that way you know, yeah it's I've, planned that way i've never i've never heard of that that arrangement i w- hadn't either until uh uh two days yesterday wow yesterday huh. was it yesterday it was yesterday yeah so um yeah anyway what were you going to say about mike d and this humanitarian oh well he um uh, he uh, became a uh, Buddhist and uh, began um, helping Buddhist causes. Hmm. Yes, he founded the uh, Milarepa Fund, which helped raise money uh, for the effort, organized charity concerts uh, quite often over the last 20 years, including the first Tibetan Freedom Concert in 96. Um, I don't think I knew that about him. Yeah. Um, he... Uh, he says the, uh, the conversion to Buddhism uh, led him to have second thoughts about the uh, party boy image the band had portrayed in the 80s, uh, telling the uh, Boston Globe in a 1998 interview, quote, I didn't realize how much harm I was doing back then. I think a lot of rap artists probably don't realize it now. Uh, I said a lot of stuff fooling around back then and saw it do a lot of harm. I had kids coming up to me and saying, yo, I listen to your records. I'm smoking dust, man. I'd say, hey, man, we're just kidding. I don't smoke dust. People need to be more aware of how they're affecting people. So he was, you know, he became, it probably always was, um, but, uh, you know, he became a, a very thoughtful guy. Um, and, and that's one thing that I always really appreciate about uh, about the Beastie Boys is that, yeah, there was language which you couldn't, you know, play on the radio, but it was never a malicious intent. I mean, their music, you know, their, their music wasn't necessarily always party rock party rap music like their first album was yeah but but no, they definitely fun. they but definitely could, matured but you could enjoy yourself while listening to it it yeah. wasn't like you know listening to many of the acts these days where you just kind of want to take a shower after you finish listening you know if you pull a cd out of the uh out of the stereo they definitely got to the point where they would play most of the 
music themselves also, you know. MCA was the bass player. Yeah. Mike D was the drummer. Ad Rock was the guitarist. And the great Money Mark on keyboards. Yeah, and I, to this day, I think the bass line in Sabotage is one of my favorite bass lines ever. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, they changed the video for Sabotage. Really? Right halfway, right when they go, no! That part, uh-huh. in the middle of the song. Uh, in the music video, the original... Um, the original scene was uh, was the guys in like a Crown Vic, and it's slow mode to time out with the no, and it didn't quite catch air the Crown Vic, but it oh, just yeah? did enough of the of the up in the air to kind of you know it was kind of a fail almost, but <laughs> they, it made you laugh so hard because it was you know they were trying to be be bad butts, but they couldn't you know it's just no. And they changed it to um, uh, one of the characters with a mustache being thrown off a building, and then it turns into a mannequin. And then it hits the ground, and then it becomes a live person again. Well, okay. for the three people on this planet that have never seen the Sabotage video, I've always thought the song, the song's good, I get it. It doesn't, it doesn't make the hair stand, on the, stand up on my forearms or anything, but yeah. that is without a doubt the greatest video that's ever been made. <laughs> Without a doubt. You know, it's not even the one close. where they're all like 70s cops. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what would be number two. It's it's that much of a gap. Thriller. Oh, okay, maybe number two. Yeah, just... Or maybe the uh, the long uh, version of uh, Billy... Uh, um, dang it, not Billy Jean. Uh, the uh, dang it, David Bowie. I am fail, fail, fail. The uh, David Bowie song. Nah. China Girl? No. He's off his next album. Um, Dang it. Just you shut your I mouth. hate myself now. That's okay. Don't sweat it. Anyway, R.I.P. MCA. You know, speak, speaking of like changing scenes and, and videos and stuff, I was re- recently watching an episode of Futurama, which I'm a big fan of. There's a scene in the first season where in the original airing, the character Fry comes around the corner. His girlfriend is is longing for him, and he comes around the corner. They're in a forest, and she talks just about what a gentleman he is and what a classy guy he is. Walks around the corner, not knowing she's there, and says, this looks like a great place to take a dump. <laughs> well, I watched the re-airing of it, and they changed the line. I've they heard... changed it to, uh, this, this looks like a great place to find truffles. Yes. And it doesn't work as well. And that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I hate oh. it when they do that. By the way, sorry, yeah. to, sorry to aside on you, but uh, you want to know what David Bowie's real name was? I uh, used to know it, but I can't remember. David Robert Jones. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what do you think about that, Fringe, Fringe. fan? <laughs> what happened to the TV, buddy? Did it stop? Very good. That is good deduction. You are smart. Me. I'm telling you, man, me. he's a smart he's a smart little cracker. So you understood that the electricity was still on, but the TV's frozen. Okay. That's very smart. I don't remember I'm not gonna do anything about it, but I don't remember if it was guy. That's Nick Fury. I don't remember if it was on my Facebook or my Twitter. Yes. But somebody sent hey, I have a, bonero, but a link to the three of us. But it's um, yeah, it was Callum Reevy actually sent it to us. Yes. 
the oh. Perfect Strangers video game. Yes. Oh. It's at and nothing's, thank you for sending Yes, that. nothingsgonnastopmenow.com. Oh. And so you go to Nothing's Gonna Stop Me Now, and there's this little Flash-based video game. It's pretty awesome, actually. Um, you enter... I did I did try to contact the creator of the yes. game. I haven't heard from him yet. Oh, Blue Jean was named the video, by the way. Oh, okay. He had me tore up with Michael Jackson. All I could think of was Billy Jean. Sorry. So go research so, the long version. You go to Perfect Strand... Uh, no, you go to nothingsgonnastopmenow.com, and you can play the Perfect Strangers video game. It's pretty awesome. You hit start... And then it says, uh, it tells you, you know, use jump to, use space bar to jump, left and right arrows to move. You click next, and then it says, tell Balky about the dream you're chasing. <laughs> and then you enter your dream. I'm just going to type some letters here. We can move on. And then you click, nothing's going to stop me now. And then, it says, time to chase your dream. And then you have this... Let me move the mic a little closer. Turn up the volume a little bit. There we go. So now I'm I'm trying to catch stars on the rainbow bridge. And I'm running through some sheep. And I'm gonna jump. Ah, I missed that star. I got a star going in tunnel number three here. Long lost friend gives every dark street a light at the end. Standing. And now I'm flying. I'm flying over the ocean trying to catch. I'm missing the stars. I am not good at this game. Of my dreams. Now I'm running through the rain and thunder, the wind and haze. I'm bound for better days, Frank. Right, you are, Brad. My dream, nothing's gonna stop me now. So it lasts as long as the theme song does. And then it gives you a percentage. It lets you know how close you are to achieving your dream. How, how close were you, Brad? Um, it's gonna tell me here in just a second. Oh, I missed a couple there. I missed several there. Oh, I missed a bunch there. Ah, I only got 78%. Here, I'm playing now. See if I can beat that. Standing. Now I'm flying. Yeah, you can fly. I hope Bill comes back because I wanted to share with him some of the dreams <laughs> that people entered. I looked at the first thousand, uh-huh. uh, the the most recent when I picked it. I, I chose. I went through the list and it was <laughs> out of the the most recent thousand dreams right, yeah. entered. I made a, a list of. Of several dreams that that people had entered, and All right, let's see how I scored. I found an interview with him and why he created this game. I'll read it to you in a sec. Let me get my results. God, I think I've eaten a whole pizza tonight. I just got seventy-eight percent on the nothing's going to stop me now. Frank, what Frank get? Let's see. You got seventy-eight percent earlier, Bill. Forty-eight percent. Forty-eight percent. That's it. So I was telling Frank I... Oh, wait, let, let me read this. The okay. project was created by Brooklyn-based video game designer Jason Oda. Though he's he's worked in the world of viral marketing, Oda says he did the Perfect Strangers game on his own. In an email, he said, It's a personal project. 
built to help people be inspired to chase their dream. Mm. There's at the end you can see what the what the most recent dreams are that people have entered. You no, know, because you have to enter a dream, right? <laughs> so I was telling Frank, I went yeah. through like the the most recent thousand dreams. You know, I I cut and paste. You took that seriously. Yeah, I screen I wrote, captured. Okay, I did. I the dream I put was uh, go to Mars. Okay, because. You know? It asked me to put my dream in, and I tried to skip that step, and it basically said, no, really, I want you to put your dream in. So I said, eat Balky. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that lots of people said, eat Balky. Really? Yeah. Um, so I gathered uh, several of the dreams, and I, I came to realize there was really four levels of dreams that people uh, would would enter. You know, you had your general basic dreams, Okay. Your achievable dreams, right? Okay, then the next one was you had your big dreams, big dreamers. Then you had your pipe dreamers. <laughs> then you had your foolish dreamers. Okay, so, for instance... Um, yeah, we'll play music while you're doing it. Okay. Some of these... Uh, some of the, the general dreams were mm-hmm. like things like be happy, be cool, be the real me. All right. Eat chicken reach for the stars sleep all day you know just generally achieve my goals be a journalist (laughs) beat the kitty up yeah i like that one okay that's very achievable punch a duck in its stupid condescending face was another one (laughs) and then probably one of my favorites was stand tall on the wings of my dreams that's achievable you can do that and then the next level up, you got your big dreamers, right? Yeah. I want to be the best medical engineer. I want to be a millionaire. I want to get my girl back. That's a big dream. I want to, like, make money someday. Yeah, I want to be rich. All. Yeah. I want to finish university. You know, for <laughs> some people, that's... that's <laughs> I want to finish university. For some people, that's a big dream, you know? They can't do it. I want yeah. to be president. It's achievable, but it's a big dream. You know? I want to uh, not waste more time on the internet. That's a big dream for some people. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing right there. 76! Yeah. I want to fly over Lake Michigan with a jetpack. I want to swim with dolphins. I want to touch the sky. I want to scream at the Prime Minister. You can do that in the House of Commons. Then you've got your pipe dreamers. Okay. Okay. I want to go to the moon. I want to go to Mars. I want to be the first man on Mars. I want to take over the world. I want to be a superhero. I want to. I want to win a Nobel Prize. Now, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's a pipe dream. Not you know, that's that's pretty unachievable. Why would you want to go to Mars? What's Why the not? Attraction? Why not? I want to join Starfleet. That's that's a pipe dream. One guy put yeah. double harmonica. <laughs> I want to be the most awesome person ever. That's pretty. That's a pipe dream. How do you judge? How's that measured? It's too subjective. Yeah. I mean, then you have your foolish dreams. Yes. I want to fly to Uranus. Mm-hmm. That's foolish. I don't care how you look at it. That's foolish. I want to be the first man on Uranus. I want to die painfully. That's foolish. That's a silly dream. This guy here says, I want to kill white people. <laughs> That's foolish. That's foolish. That's pretty realistic, though. But it's foolish. Yeah, I mean, but if he wants to kill white people, it's It's achievable, to too. I want to run to the moon. That's foolish. That's just dumb. Yeah. 
I want to speak with Satan. That's foolish no matter how you look at it. It's a bad idea, whether it's possible or not. I want to eat human flesh. Mm. That's, that's... With uh, parsnips? That's, you know, pretty foolish. Yeah, I suggest you, uh... You let him, uh... This guy here? You he let wants, him marinate for a while. He wants to explode. <laughs> you can do that. I've that's seen, pretty foolish. I've seen... I've sci- done that I've before. seen science fiction before. That's pretty foolish. People then, that. you know, a lot of people had the same dreams, but they would take them to different levels, right? Like... Okay. For instance, let me find this one in this list I made. Oh, I wasn't hitting spacebar. Okay, here it is. An achievable dream. This guy wants to poop well. Hmm. That's it's, great. Yeah, it's very achievable. Now, the big dreamer, he wants to poop like it's going out of style. Mm. Okay, I get that. I'm, uh, it's achievable. I probably should have mixed in a couple more slices of cheese pizza. That's achievable. You can do that. Yeah. It's a big dream, though. Now, a pipe dreamer, this guy, he wants to poop everywhere. That that would take a lifetime, literally, to poop everywhere. It'd be like painting the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, you start at one end, and they've already cleaned the other off. Your job would never be done. I don't think that's very... And then, of course, the foolish dream... This guy here wants to poop diamonds through his eye sockets. <laughs> I don't think that's called, that's called crying. That's, that's not fo- pooping. That's foolish. Yeah, I, I agree. That's not even that's not even called pooping. <laughs> now here's another here's another um, set of uh, you know in in uh, sequence. This guy wants to be rich. Okay, I got it. Right. That's you know, and then. The big dreamer. He wants to get his girl back. Okay. okay. And then the pipe dream. Yeah. He wants to marry Stacy Keebler. <laughs> Probably a pipe dream. Yeah. Then the foolish one is he wants to be a millionaire and married to Stacy Keebler. That's obviously. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Why would you want to marry her? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just want to take her out for a? Hey, you might as well. You might as well dream of marrying Portia de Rossi or something. Yeah, I guess. Here's another one. That'll never work. Achievable. I want to lose weight. That's achievable. That's a regular dream. It's good for you. Big dreamer. I want to lose 15 pounds. Oh, goal. There you go. You've got a goal. That's harder to do. Yeah. 80%. Pipe dreamer. Mm -hmm. I want to lose 50 pounds. That's that's hard no matter how you look at it. you got to be like twice the man you want to be. Yes. To lose 50. And then the... The foolish dreams. I want to look like Angelina Jolie. That's just foolish. Now I think it's interesting that there haven't been any dreams about Nookie. Or did you just? I deliberately left those okay, off. Fair enough. There were plenty of dreams I couldn't talk about on oh, okay. this show. There, uh, this yeah. If you go to the dream now. page, there's a lot where it's just like, yeah, grown up. Yeah. So what anyway, it's fun. Nothing's gonna stop me now. Dot com. And wow. thank you, uh, thank you for showing us this because this is. Yes, thanks, Callum. That was very entertaining. In fact, I'm still playing while we're talking. Are you? Did you kill your audio? I've gotten eighty percent. That's my highest. I can't think if there was something else I wanted to talk about. Talked about. Well, oh, Papa. I've been I've been reading um, Avengers, uh, X Men. Avengers versus X Men. Yeah, pretty good. Has it been going good? Yeah, it, I'm up to the uh, to the third issue, and um, um, 
Still moving forward. Okay. Uh, Phoenix has not yet hit the earth. Okay. So what's your, what's been your favorite fight? Your favorite versus moment? Well, I mean, uh, in that first issue when um, when Cyclops and Cap go at it, you know, the, the, that's pretty astounding. There, there is a moment where there, there's a lot of changing of characters. Like Cap wants to take, um, take Hope and hold her and protect the, uh, protect the mutants in his own way. And and uh, Iron Man can't help but remind him, dude, this is kind of what Civil War was all about. Okay. You know, you're kind of on the different side. But yeah. Cap's like, no, 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 I'm different. This is different. This is different. But it really isn't. I just it's remembered kind of the same thing. what I wanted to talk about. Go ahead. And. Uh, Anyway, the series is going well. Putting it out every two weeks, I think, is a lot of fun. It's a good idea. And Spider-Man has a lot of great lines in this. Okay, he's, cool. he's kind of stealing stealing the show with his little quips here and there. Uh, cool. But I can I can recommend it. I would like to read it. Um, I just Is it going to change the Marvel Universe in any substantive way? That is one is thing just... that they have said. This will not change the Marvel Universe in any substantial way. This is just something that is happening. And I don't know if, you know... Is I kind of like of, that. Is it a reaction to the theory of event fatigue or, you know, that, that well, every year we have to, okay, the Skrulls are invading, okay, we go to war with each other and it's a civil war, okay, uh, um, you know, Necron is going to just eat the universe and we Green Lanterns have to stop them, okay, uh, you know, everything has to be paradigm shifting and game changing and, and universe altering and, you know... I guess I understand that you have an event where it's just it's just popcorn you know get your popcorn sit back enjoy the ride there's absolutely nothing about this episode this uh, series is going to change things we're just having people punch each other and and that's what it looks like it's going to be and it's uh, I mean so far it's fun I've been enjoying it it's kind of that's what it is you know I know the phoenix is coming and I'm not really afraid that it's going to change the universe in any substantial way it's fun that's that really kind of surprises me because for me, even if I was buying comics right now, I, and I've always been one of those people that, if nothing else, I mean, I'm going to buy titles here and there, but I've got to at least get the events just to know what's going on yeah. in the macro world of Marvel, DC, whatever. Sure. But I could care less. No, you could. Sorry, I couldn't. Couldn't care, care less. Less. Because if you could care less, it implies that you care at least oh, a little. Oh, man. Okay, you got me on that one. No, I just... I, I'm i not sure what the reason for this is. I guess it's just silly fun, and that's fine. But, um, yeah, for me, it's like, okay, well, y'all enjoy it. Um, There's something about heroes duking it out with I love, each other. I that, love the events. They're fun. They're, that's like the big summer movie. That's yeah. that's the that's the meeting of the you know that's the last part of Avengers, the well, movie. You know that's what those events are. And it's interesting because DC is not having a summer event this year. Apparently, they're they're they're, they're, they're doing Phase Two. There's do- um what? Do you want me to change the channel? No. Are you just telling me that, sweetie? It sounded like he said this one's going to have a Molson in it. No, he said it's going to have a monster in it. Then just hide in your bedroom for a while. I can, uh, Or you can stay out here with us yeah, as long as you don't talk. or something. 
you know, and okay, brother. And really quickly, uh, I read Earth Two. Oh, see, I'm jealous. Now that I've read a couple of good reviews, mm-hmm. and um, that does kind of make me wish. So I'm, I have missed getting Justice League and Earth Two, and I've missed for the most part the Avengers titles, not because of the movie, mm-hmm. just because I was starting to enjoy reading them. Um, so there's some of that stuff I've missed, but uh, Earth Two, I've, I've always kind of. Yeah, I think one of the first comics that I remember getting, besides the Legion of Superheroes, was uh, it was a reprint of like the first JSA issue ever, the one with Ma Kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've just I've always felt a, a kinship with the original Green Lantern and Jay Garrick and the Spectre and Doctor Fate and all well, those guys, Al let, Pratt. Let, let me give you the the synopsis of this because I think it's it's a great concept for what they're doing. You know, there's always been the whole Earth One, Earth Two. Thing you know, uh, our the, the Earth was Superman and Batman and stuff. That's Earth One, but Earth Two is kind of where the original heroes started, right. and so there's always that kind of little bit of weirdness and, and stuff. Well, what they seem to be doing here is this Earth Two starts off with a different Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, but you recognize them. They they're just a variation of it. That Batman's Robin is a is his daughter. Okay. Uh, there is a Supergirl. Um, uh, though she is a little different, and Wonder Woman kind of has Mercury, the uh, the god of speed, on on her side. Anyway, they're battling some parademons at the beginning, and the battle is just terrible, and it's eating them up. And at the end, uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman all die. This happens yeah. within the first five pages, and that's of the first to be, issue. Yeah, and that's well, that's really? supposed to be like five years before, you yeah, know, five years before present day, and there's your prelude to the series. So, oh wow, so. In current time, Earth 2 has no Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman. Exactly. So, what happens is this guy, he's, uh, you know, he's talking to his girlfriend. He's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a loner guy, but, you know, he's, his girlfriend, you know, college is over and they're going their separate ways and he's trying to get her to stay, but she's like, no, 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 I gotta do my own thing, Jay, I'll see you later. So she leaves and so this young guy named Jay is walking down the street and all of a sudden this meteorite lands and it's Mercury. And he looks at Jay and he goes, goes the Jay gods, Garrett. Jay Garrett, the gods are dying. I need someone to take, someone needs to take up the mantle. And wow. that's where it ends. So apparently the new heroes, the new younger hero, it's just a flip flop. Now huh. all the older heroes that we know, they are going to be the young ones, the up and coming ones. That's going to be the new Flash. Yeah. That's going to be the new two. Batman. Oh, that's, that's the Earth 2. That's an interesting uh, way to, that's an interesting take on that. Yeah, it's a great it's a great flip-flop. Well, the review I, I read uh, suggested the fact that uh, that they thought that these were going to be characters inspired by the Greek pantheon. Okay. Much like the great Grant Morrison did with Justice League 10, 15 years ago. Um, where he he made the Justice League not so subtle archetypes of the Greek gods. Um, that's that's how they're going to explain this away. And uh, I haven't gone through all the Greek gods and said this one. You know, Poseidon equals this guy, and Aquaman. you know, Mercury equals this guy. And, okay, those were easy. <laughs> There's a lot of freaking softballs there, dude. But um, uh, yeah, it does make me wonder how the like you know who's Green Lantern going to pair up with? Because I don't remember a guy. I guess was there a god of light? Would that be Apollo? Apollo, sure. Okay. Fair enough. I guess we figured one out. Good for us. But it's uh, it's it seems it seems like a lot of fun. Seems like it could be a good series. I like that. I like yeah. that take on it. You know, 
that's really shaking up the DC universe. I mean, really changing things. So, uh, so we'll see where that goes. And again, the cool thing is that uh, it's shaking up Earth Two, so you don't have to worry yeah. about Earth One if you like the way it is or mm-hmm. or don't. Just one other thing I wanted to mention, and this is uh, this is for our good friend Mark Johnson. Hell's fire. Hell's fire. I friggin' hate Fox. They're stupid. They cancel shows long before there's need to be canceled. I'm saying this because Alcatraz was not renewed for a second season. Um, you know they, and they're now, they're keeping that stupid. Okay, I understand Terra Nova. They're keeping <laughs> that stupid Kiefer Sutherland show touch. Yeah. You know, this they, is they not, must have a pay or play contract. I don't know, for but twenty mil a year with Kiefer or something. Something, but and then there's also another. They canceled a couple of shows today. Was it today or yesterday? Uh, yeah, they canceled that uh, innocuous but fairly amusing um, uh, Christian Slater comedy. Oh, okay. Oh no, I like that movie. Yeah. I kinda oh did too. no. Fox, you know they do this all the time. And uh, Mark Johnson asked the half-hour wasted Twitter if, if Brad Milo was going to cry about Alcatraz okay. being canceled. And I said, well, I wasn't until you said something about it, so now I'm going to cry about it just for you. Dang it. Stupid Fox. I'll bet Mark appreciates that. Stupid Fox. You know, I, I thought it was a great show. It, you know, it, it obviously... What, six episodes? No, it had 13. Okay. It had 13, and it ended on a cliffhanger. You know, oh, you're kidding me! No, no, this is John Doe all over again, man. That's what this is. You and know, yeah, it, what? It, it is frustrating that that they cancel the shows, but I mean, Fox does take chances, and they do, and they do give shows a chance. I mean, other but networks they have never the, let us even know that the show existed. You know, uh, yeah. and never given the show a chance. I mean, there's a chance for another network to pick it up, which isn't completely impossible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, much like Buffy. Now exists yeah. season eight went to mm-hmm. comics. I'd love to see Alcatraz yeah. two in comics. I mean, I they created this cool. universe. Unfortunately, they didn't give it enough time. Yeah, but I, I mean, you got a Buffy, taste for it. Buffy went to CW first, didn't it? I mean, it I don't know. I never networks. watched it. Okay, let's see. I never watched Buffy. Either. Started on UPN. I mean, then UPN it and, merged and it went to the CW. I think, and, and then it canceled. I think I may actually be ready to hit little Nancy up to borrow her box set. Oh yeah. Because I, I keep hearing, I've always wanted to watch it. And keep hearing wonderful things it. about it. So yes, I, it's one of those. Anyway, where I, I figured one of these days. There you go, Mark. You can sleep tight now. If it's not, if it's not terribly dated by then, I've I've kind of figured for the last roughly ten years that, yeah, probably uh, about the time uh, Zoe's old enough to watch it, maybe we'll start Buffy. Sitting down. Check out a little Buffy. I think yeah. it, I think it'll last. See, we can I, do a little uh, daddy daughter bonding over that. I think there'll be some very good daddy daughter when she's yes. a little older because it can get scary at times. Um, but you know, it's 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 a fun show. Like like any of these shows from when yeah. was it mid nineties, a lot of the production value is a little lower than you would like to see it, especially that first couple seasons. Yeah, okay. But the story is is and the characters are enough to drive it. Well, I mean, geez, you know, you, you it's not maybe we're getting spoiled these days. I. Except for the cancellations, I know we're getting spoiled these days because, well, we've had some really good TV on. Now what do we do? There's going to be no. Uh, I've heard, by the way, that Fringe is going to uh, Fringe? wrap their wrap their thing up this fall. Fringe so got renewed for a fifth season. Well, thirteen episodes. Kind of. It's 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 what they did to Chuck. They're going to get the fourth and a half. Seasons. They got they got thirteen episodes. Yeah. 
but Which at is, least they have a fifth season to deal with, so that's again, awesome. It's, it's legitimate. It's enough yeah. to wrap up. You know, it's enough Those to get the new work started. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they uh, did the same thing with Chuck, and and I was glad to have anything they would give me. Yeah. But it just you just felt like you're getting cheated the whole time. Well, and, you know, I'm okay. Good. I'm okay with it. I, hey, I'm looking forward to. I, it. I think I said I'm thankful when, when we first. When we first heard the Friends was getting renewed for yeah. the fifth season, there was yeah. going to be a half season. Right. I think I tweeted something like, 13 is greater than zero. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's pretty easy math there. So, we appreciate it. But it just, it kills me that this series is coming to an end. And, um, I guess, and this kind of, I, I shake my head when I think about this, but I'm going to have, what shows are going to be left? <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, you know, I'm going to be looking forward to, uh, um, Supernatural has been a uh, guilty pleasure of mine uh, since late season one or early season two. I've followed it pretty much the entire way. You know, honestly... And I'm trying to figure out what else I'm going to be involved in. I'm hoping that there is nothing that comes on TV that I want to be involved with. I mean, House is going to be over with if you're into decent <laughs> drama. I've never enjoyed the uh, the CSIs, the... You know, there, there's always something to fill in that void. Always For me, there something. will always be Survivor. I love Survivor. I'm, an, okay. I'm, I'm not ashamed. So I'm not a reality guy, but Hell's I'm Kitchen. I'm not either, but I love Survivor. Hell's I, Kitchen I has love, always tickled my funny bone. I like Survivor too, but I'm hit and miss on the seasons. Like, I'm missing this season. Yeah. yeah I, I, it just kind of depends. If I'm there and pick it up, you yeah. know, if I'm there at the right time, I will watch it. Yeah, I've, I've never watched five cumulative minutes of that show. I love it. I think it's the best... It's the first, it's the and best. I think it's the best yeah. reality show. But I've, I've kind of gotten into... Uh, I can I mean, understand why people wouldn't want it. They're not on regularly, but I'm, I've started getting to the point where I kind of enjoy like the uh, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. I don't For whatever reason, uh, Gordon, Ramsay, uh, Gordon Ramsay does it for me, and I don't get it. We're but, going to uh, get uh, new episodes does. of uh, Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1 this summer. Yes. So that'll be nice. Um... Yeah, this, you know, is the, this is a chance to discover shows that you've heard of too that you've never seen. I mean, yeah, and if to, there's nothing that comes on, you know, it'll yeah. give me a chance to watch that seventh season of The Shield that I never did get to watch. Okay, it'll let me uh, catch up on Justified. I love Justified. So I've, I've only seen the first five episodes of season three. You know, I've got eight more to watch. Um, Walking Dead will start back up in October, so I like. Being able to take a break from I guess, uh, yeah, TV maybe I shows. Yeah, finally catch up on Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah, I like taking a break from TV shows. Yeah, I mean, we, we all like TV. There's always going to be something to fill a void, so yeah. don't, don't worry about that. But oh. we will miss, well, you know, you know, you thought you'd never get past uh, Lost being gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and it just happens. And who knows, something exciting will come up and we'll maybe there, something else. I think J.J. Abrams actually has another pilot in the works, so... You know, I'll give him. I'll give another show by him a chance. I mean, he he has a very good track record, so yeah. you know, it just you know. And speaking it, of that, I th- believe principal photography on uh, Bill. Did have you heard? Hasn't principal photography on the Star Trek sequel finished? That's my understanding. Yeah, looking forward to that. Now, did you guys hear? I've heard that the Big Bad's supposed to be Khan. I heard that too. Mm-hmm. That is going to happen. So that is like for sure, or am I? Yeah, that's for sure. Am I crazy that I'm ready for another Star Trek TV series? No. <laughs> How no. in the heck has it been 
literally years now since we've had Star Trek on, and it's because been longer somebody, than that since we've had good Star Trek on. Because somebody finally got smart and realized, okay, that's are they, enough. Are they waiting for like the the statute of limitations to run on a Berman and Braga so they can bring in fresh blood? Maybe, but they realized, okay, these Star Trek series pretty much, you could argue, had gotten progressively worse as they went along. Well, they've gotten stale. Yeah. And, and, I mean, the, I the, the, the second they is, jumped the prequel, that's when they jumped the shark. Well, you no. Know? Um, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying there. I think the problem was not necessarily in the concept of the prequel. I thought the concept of the prequel, though I generally despise the prequel. Are you talking about would have been Enterprise? Yeah. yeah, Enterprise. The problem was... Rick Berman was in charge of it, and Berman is not an awful Hitlerian man. You know, I, I I don't I don't hate the guy in any way, but one guy should not come up with all the ideas for 500 stinking Star Trek episodes. There's no there's not a human on this planet that has that many new ideas, wow. and, and I, it's not a reflection on him as a person or a producer to, to say that you need to get fresh blood in there. You know, it, it's it's not a knock on him. Um, you know, first contact was really good. Well, I mean, it, it depends on how much power you have. I mean, you can say that about Lucas and the prequels, you know. Well, he, one of the arguments I've heard about him is that nobody, the theory about, about the prequel being kind of all over the place, okay. is that everyone was afraid to say, no, the George. And that's because valid. Because he had but... so much power. And when you don't have an editor, that's why editors are important. Well, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, book editors and video editors and all that that's stuff. That's valid, but you're talking about six stories. There are many people out there who are creative who can come up with six different stories. I know, but when it's you, but when you own it and stuff, you you just need someone to bounce stuff off to and you have to be not afraid to give up the reins just a little bit to be yeah. able to take some criticism. Yeah. I I don't think I think Lucas just you know, he walked in. There's that. There, there's the. Uh, there's a documentary on the first movie where he walks in that day, and all these people had the artwork. People were scared of Lucas because, you know, they they're just afraid of him because, you know, he has all this money. He hasn't really made a mistake and stuff. And and you know, why are we going to question this guy who who hasn't done anything wrong yet? And so they let him do whatever he wanted. You know, I think if there was someone there with enough guts to say, the story, George, I think the story just needs a little something here, or I think you're missing something. I think it would have been, you know, the prequel, prequels would be something else completely. Yeah, I, mean, I, I never want to see the prequels anyway, you know, to continue my prequel rant. I mean, we, we knew how the story was going to end. It was kind of like, it was kind of who cares. Um, that's one of the reasons why I've, Never watched any of the Clone Wars uh, TV show, and I, I hear it's pretty decent. And if if it's hit or miss, but it's fun. I, I've tried to get my I've tried to get Sage to watch it a few times, and it doesn't hold his attention. He's a five year old, and he doesn't want to watch it. Um, it's because he knows it doesn't matter. Well, one thing I do want to watch uh, the uh, and, and thank you for those, Brad. But the uh, uh, the Genevieve Tartovsky, yeah, original Clone Wars volumes yeah. one and two, yeah. Um, I've put that in about a half dozen times, and we've gotten a minute or two into it. I, I've watched about ten minutes of it. For Sage is like, Daddy, can we watch SpongeBob or yeah. can I watch Looney Tunes or something? It's like, fine. Um, it Maybe really, when he gets older, it kind of bothers it. me that he's just not interested in that. I don't know if it's the artwork or 
I mean, it just it, it blows me away that a kid who's so Star Wars obsessed. Um, I can't remember. Did those have dialogue? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're not uh, they're they're talkies. They're quote unquote cartoon animated as opposed to computer animated. Right. And I, I mean, liked that, them. Those are those are my favorite Clone Wars, especially the first set. Oh gosh, yes. I my I, favorite one is the one with Mace Windu. Okay. See, I haven't mm-hmm. seen them in uh, when they come out four years ago. Something like that? Maybe at least well, at least that long ago. Two or three years ago, I was uh, staying with uh, my buddy uh, Hillerby um, during a an OU uh, overnight trip, and uh, we threw down a, a couple of a uh, couple of beers and watched uh, the first one. And it was so late at night, but it was so good. And I just I, I don't think I've ever seen the entirety of the second one, uh, volume two. So I look forward to that. The second one was wasn't it broken up? It was which way was it? One of them was kind of a more linear story, and the, the other one was more the a collection first, of shorts. The first one was a collection of shorts. The second one was more linear. Okay. Right. the The second season was like five, ten minute long episodes, and the first season was that's right. It was like twenty three minute long episodes or something right, like that. Okay, wow. I can't believe I had uh, forgotten that. But yes, yeah. they they aired in pieces. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And somebody stitched them all together. That's great. So, anyway. No, that's all I had to that's all I had to talk about. I I've, the the last thing I've got to touch on is um, according to dreammoods.com, to see a baboon in your dreams suggests that you need to be more expressive in your feelings. You need to be more direct in telling others how you feel. Okay. Yes. On the hand, <laughs> it could be saying that you were expressing yourself in an inappropriate manner. So that's good dialogue, and um, I don't know, that's probably the most obvious thing I've read all night. Uh, it looks like your wife is having a good time in Austin. Is she? Via oh Facebook. <laughs> Austin I Improv Pre-Show Dinner. Love these gals. Oh, it's her and no. about uh, five other girls. Is there a dude in a banana hanger hovering over them? No. No, there is not. Thank you for that. Huh? Thank you for that. I could have said gold lame banana hanger. Oh, okay. And she's planking? Your your wife planks? (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And there she is. What's your wife? And now your kids are planking? (laughs) What's this picture? There's all these pictures of your wife. Have you seen this? Sajin and, yes, and they're yes, planking. They're, they're planking. And then her friend uh, Deanna's uh, Deanne. planking. Yeah, she's planking. And then your wife is planking. That's amazing. And hey, it could be worse. They could be T-bowing. Yes, that's uh, Stoss and Portia. And... Oh, we're Stoss. Hmm? Is that her? Oh, that's Stoss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, there's uh, Sis Shannon. And, uh, yeah. They're... Uh, Bunch of bunch of bad girls. Uh, Liz, don't let me forget Liz. Yes, um, I wonder who took that picture of them. <laughs> hey, that concernedhusband.com. Oh, I wonder. That reminds me, real quick. Tune in in three um, weeks to find out if we're still married. Two more, th- two more things, real quick before. Uh, yes, before we go. Uh, back on the Alcatraz thing for just a minute. John, Johnny M, and I probably will do one more. Episode of Podcatraz. 
Okay. Alcatraz show related, and then we might... You're just going to bitch for an hour. I don't know. We might use <laughs> that feed for something else okay. after that. Uh, and then, uh, again, really quickly... Um, Can you just had Jorge Garcia on, man? Yeah. Um, that, a was, couple of, that was a really cool episode, by the way. A couple of... Podcast. Uh, weekends ago, I got to go to something called Texas Frightmare Weekend... Yeah. Oh, um, you got to meet um, yeah, BDS yeah. Murph. I, I had a free ticket. What's I got up? to meet BDS Murph. Yes, good, what's up, good, Liz? Uh, and faithful listener, BDS Murph. Liz is her real name. Uh, she was sweet. I got to uh, have my picture made with Michael Rooker, who plays Merle on The Walking Dead. Okay. I got... Uh, One of these days I'll know what you're talking about. I got my picture made with Irony Singleton, who plays T-Dog on The Walking okay. Dead. Right, and had a no nice idea. conversation with Irony. <laughs> Sweet guy, really nice guy. Uh, Norman Reedus, Daryl Dixon, yes, was extremely busy, but he was uh, kind enough. Both he and Michael Rooker were kind enough to autograph their respective sketches of their Walking Dead characters that our friend June Bob Kim had drawn. <laughs> Excellent. And the Walking Dead TV podcast is going to auction off those two pieces of art, autographed pieces of art, uh, on eBay in the near future. And the money raised will go to uh, charities of the actors' choices. Oh, you cool. know, and the the motivation that that at least I have, and and I think John also had in doing this was to get June Bob some exposure. Well, I hope uh, I hope Dan DiDio and uh, and Abby Arad buy them. Yeah, um, whoever whoever's running Marvel. Norman Reedus was kind enough to to take a minute and a half or a minute really to to stop his his line never died down there were girls Thrilling. everywhere from norman reedus <laughs> uh but he i got to shake his hand i said thank you very much for doing this and uh, and he signed it so i left with uh those two pieces of art signed any b actor list uh horror movie star that you can possibly think of was at this thing it was at the airport at um in the dallas fort worth airport how was parking i didn't quite understand the parking situation there was there. a um there's a parking. I know, I know that's weird to ask. But. Well, there's a parking garage at the hotel, uh-huh. and you just have your parking. You know, you get a ticket when you go in uh-huh. the airport. The front desk validates it. Oh, okay. and so you didn't have to pay for parking. They said you could also park in the uh, in the um, airport parking without any problems. Yeah, um, William Forsyth was there. Uh, I know that name. Why can't I play? Oh, he's in a bunch of stuff. And as soon as you look him up, you'll recognize. Yeah, look him, him up right now. Ernest Borgnine was there. Nice. Anthony Michael Hall was there. Tony Todd was there. Oh, yeah. Michael Madsen was there. Uh, any number of, like I said, lesser-known B-movie actors uh, were there. What was Anthony Michael Hall promoting? I didn't realize he did any horror I don't stuff. know that he's done anything recently, but he did that Dead Zone TV show for a long time. Oh, yeah. Was that okay. TBS, maybe? I can't remember what network is on. But anyway... It was interesting. It was neat. Of course, with with any kind of con or concert, for that matter, people watching is always a big mm-hmm. a big plus. And so that was interesting. I got to um, to uh, see uh, her on Twitter. She goes by the name Fisty Larue. She listens to oh, that makes me tense. She listens. <laughs> she listens to Walking Dead, uh, but TV podcast. But she also listens to Half Hour Wasted. She bought a bunch of my Preacher comics oh, cool. a couple of years ago. Yay. So um, I got to see her again. Um, 
there uh, I, I saw our good friend Austin. Remember Austin King? He, he went by Armyoc on the forums for a while. He went with us to episode 300, Frank. Yes. Uh, he's got a, a nice tenor voice. Yes, remember I him? remember yeah. that. Very I, good I ran into him. Um, Michael Bean was there from Aliens and Terminator. He was also there. Um, so there was it was it was really cool. It's apparently the third largest horror convention in the nation. You know, I never even. It's like a, I didn't hear anything about it up until the Friday before. Yeah, and then but there are people. I that, started hearing everything about it. There like were people a lot that came people in. I like I was next to some people that said they had flown in from Portland, Oregon, just to go to this con. So there were tons of people there, and it was it was interesting. It was it was a good time, you know. And my, of course, my main point in going was to get those two pieces of art autographed and uh, was lucky enough to do that and I got to I got to the there were five Walking Dead cast members there Daryl Dixon Merle Dixon T-Dog Carl was there and Sophia the zombie girl in the Carl? barn Carl the, the Rick's son did he throw a sling blade at somebody yeah <laughs> uh, I did not get to say hi to him but I said hi to everybody else so anyway it was fun um and that was the only other thing I, I wanted to to uh, point out. So keep an eye on the Walking Dead TV podcast Twitter feed and the Facebook page. It's WDTV Podcast is the Twitter feed. If you're interested in having a autographed uh, June Bob P- Kim piece, not autographed by June Bob Kim, but autographed by Michael Rooker or Norman Reedus, keep an eye on those pages and... You can get information as to when those pieces will go up for auction on eBay. For charity, which we are waiting to hear from both of those guys, which charity they want. So anyway, good time was had by all. Awesome, so, and you just went, uh, what day did you make it? Just a Saturday. Just had a free ticket was it, for what, Saturday. Was it, a, was it worth, uh, was it, uh, was it worth the, uh, the price? Uh, would you say it was worth, because it was 30 bucks to get in. It was a $30 ticket. Me being a somewhat minor fan of the horror genre mm-hmm. I would not have paid $30 to get in but for other people you know especially the girls that went to see Norman Reedus they would have <laughs> paid $100 to get in right to just to so, but it was very interesting and it was a three day con I believe so uh, it was I think it was $30 for one day or 75 for all three yeah. so you save money if you go through all three but anyway it was fun it was very interesting I'm, I'm glad I went, and they had alcoholic beverages there, so that was <laughs> oh, thank that goodness. was nice too. Well, awesome. All right, so let's um, let's wrap this one up. Okay, great, guys. And we want to thank you very much for listening to a half hour wasted. Be oh sure wait, I'm your... sorry. Oh, one more. Well, this is what did I say? This is episode 270. Yes. Five more episodes from now is episode 275. Have we decided what we're going we to haven't, do? We haven't decided on a date. We haven't even decided if we're doing episode 275. <laughs> no, we are. We're doing okay. a call-in show for episode 275. So keep an ear open and uh, keep an eye out on the like it'll, the half hour wasted Twitter feed. It'll be a themed show because our call-in shows usually are for something. We don't so it's going to be yet. somewhere around uh, June 21st, give or take. Let me look at the calendar real quick. I just did the math. You know what? If, if it is... I may not be here. I have to go out of town. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, so well, today is this day, and that's airing that day is I'm out 269. From the... That's 270. That's 271. Uh, 
272, 345. It's uh, Sunday, the the week of Sunday, the 24th. <laughs> I'm in Germany. Germany? Yes, I'm going to Germany that weekend. Ah, well, maybe Bill and I will just do a call-in show. I'll call there you, go. you could. Hey, if you got... Can call you get, in from Germany, be able to, What do you do? That's is it for deal. work? It's for work, yeah. Dang, you're going to have... Gonna um, I'm going to be there from, I think, the 23rd to the 5th. Well, wait a minute. It could we could do it on the twenty second? That could be a Friday. Maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. So or it's maybe gonna be, work. Or maybe I leave on the twenty fourth. So maybe we could. Record it's going to be 23rd. the end of June when we do it. Yeah. In the last, in the second half of the month. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. All right. So keep an eye out, and we'll try to nail it down by the time we do our next episode. All right. Okay. And with that being said, thank you very much for listening to Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to check us out at uh, hhwlod.com. Check out all the other great shows. Like, uh, look at the old, listen to the old episodes of Podcatraz there. Of course, uh, Legion of Dudes and Out Now and all that good stuff. Follow our Twitter feed. What about Media Minutes? Media Minutes? We still do those? I don't think so. <laughs> They're on the feed still. They're on the feed. a good idea, though. Uh, things are hard to produce, Bill. I always said I was going to do more of those, but I lied. Um... Um, email us at halfhourwasted at gmail.com or drop us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And until next time, Bill. That's good. You, you nailed it this time. Brad. Brad. And Frank. We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Not crazy.